As we start a new year and a new decade, author and columnist Sarah Bonbranach is out with a revised 25th anniversary edition of her iconic book, Simple Abundance, and its companion, The Gratitude Journal. I recently talked with Bonbranach about the book and introducing it to a new generation. Well, uh, Jeff, when I started writing uh, the original Simple Abundance, it was in the early 90s. Uh, Simple Abundance was published in 1995. Um, and it, it's 365 essays of everything that touches a woman's life. So uh, in many ways, it was the first blog before before the Internet. Um, and uh, But what motivated it was that I'd finished two other books, and, you know, I had a beautiful daughter and a lovely husband and a syndicated column, but I still felt like I was not connecting the dots, and uh, I didn't know what was wrong. So but a lot of women, and I was one of them, um, internalized uh, these feelings, and uh, I was sick of the sound of my own whining one morning, and I just, you know, I heard a voice uh, that said, sit down at the dining room table. Don't get up until you give me a hundred reasons why you love your life just as it is. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while. It took me six hours. It took me many pots of tea. But I came up with uh, a hundred, over a hundred. And I none of them had to do with money, which was the big shocker because at the, the time, if I couldn't write a check on my accomplishments, they didn't count for anything. So that was part of the whole you know, jumble of uh, mixed emotions. So I was really surprised and and humbled, and I thought, wow, you know, hmm. And I enjoyed discovering these other new things. So, but but my attention span, you know, it could be gone. So I would write them down. In the beginning, I wrote them down on post-it notes or stray pieces of paper Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, But then I, I... realized after you know a week of that that I should you know I should write them in one one journal and that's when I that's what I did and that became the basis for simple abundance which simple abundance now is it's finding comfort and it's restoring passion and it's being it's becoming as prepared for the unexpected as we can through through gratitude through mm-hmm. the grace of gratitude and and I want to to share the idea that gratitude isn't a passive um, cobweb, you know, type of uh, feeling that uh, it's one of the most passionate and active uh, graces that you can find. And when we use it, when we harness it, it, it answers a lot of questions and it pairs down for us and our lives can become simpler and they can become in order. And we can remember what it is that we love doing. And uh, the daily round, our, our daily, daily life every day, just it has a little bit more serenity, which mm-hmm. is exactly what we don't have sure, today. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I, I often, our, our oldest was born in 94, and often he'll ask mm-hmm. what it was like you know, or we'll describe what it was like in the in the 90s, and he'll just deer in headlights stare at you. You mean you didn't do everything on your phone, oh. and you you actually <laughs> sat and there was quiet time. I, you know, 
So much has changed since you came out with this. And, and you know, if we were having trouble or re- remembering and focusing on reflecting and, and being grateful for those things, that simple yeah. pleasures, I can't even begin to imagine what some of today's young adults that maybe we were born in 1995 and now right. everything is so instant and everything is so a constant state of of I almost call it chaos in in the chaos is good Jeff. They're, chaos. Never, they, they're never they're always on they're never off so there's always a device or there's something that's always on so I, I wonder I know you've updated the I know you've updated the book what are some of the things what are the what do you think is the biggest change with today's generation that may be reading this for the very first time compared to when it came out in 95? Well, I think the the biggest thing, I think what happened, I mean, um, Simple Abundance has never um, been out of print, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for which I'm very grateful. But I started getting letters from younger women, millennial women, uh, Generation X women, who had found the pink book, as they call everybody called it, <laughs> um, uh-huh. and remember it in their mother's house. And it, they opened it up, and it, it spoke to them un, until you would get to the end of the month, and you'd have my suggestions, and it would be a mail-order catalog or um, watch a VHS tape. And they'd they say, you know, we're, we're ordering online, and we're streaming our movies. Mm-hmm. So it would break the spell. Could I, could I update it for younger women? Mm-hmm. And I, I love the title of, of your show, In the Author's Voice, um, because that was, that was the big challenge creatively, mm-hmm. uh, to find the voice. Because you're right, you're absolutely right. The 24-7 uh, breaking news culture that we live in today um, and the social media mirage, mm-hmm. uh, they're incessant and they're a danger and I just feel that I need to pull people away from Mm -hmm. the devices and the confusion and the chaos just twice a day if you do it twice a day if I I can help any reader you know get a half hour in the morning God knows if you got an hour in the morning (laughs) you you would be Mm -hmm. feel incredible Um, but a half hour before you turn the news on before you check the emails, so that you could, you know, just just center yourself before going out. And uh, then at the end of the day, to, you know, to set boundaries. Uh, I, shut my, I don't listen to the news until uh, 5 o'clock because I write every mm-hmm. day. And if I turn it on earlier, I'm just sucked down a drain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turn my computer off at uh, 8 o'clock. So I know that I, there are some times that I have made myself every day, you know, unavailable for the distractions. And that's really what, I, what I'm, I'm doing in Simple Abundance. I'm giving us permission, a 628-page permission slip mm-hmm. for us to, you know, be able to withdraw. Because not, not many of us can go on a two-week detox uh, vacation. You know, uh, we have real lives and busy lives, and but they're just being torn in uh, a thousand directions. And pe- women will wake up, be, uh, friends, friends that I know, and, and they will admit, you know, that we're weary and we're uh, on edge before we even start the day. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is an antidote um, 
for for all of this. Mm-hmm. You talk about finding your authentic self. Has that definition changed <laughs> now <laughs> compared to <laughs> the first t- time around? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I wrote about and called <laughs> the authentic self, the, the authentic self is the soul made visible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the gratitude journal, the, those t- those two two uh, expressions, you know, mm-hmm. um, were really hit, hit out of the park. And so it suddenly, um, it, the authentic self became like the child who grows up, and you have no idea who they are. <laughs> and uh, for me, the, the our authentic self is our our soul made visible. And we can't be authentic. Uh, every 24 hours, but we sure can by following our passions, by uh, being real, um, by opening up with with other people if someone is going through um, a hard time and they don't know how to talk about it. And, and you, you have gone through a similar hard patch, sharing that with that person and, you know, helping them to to understand that they will get through it, um, or just bearing witness to to their struggle. Uh, that's being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, the moments that 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 we have when we're with our animals and um, we're enjoying their company, that's being authentic. Um, trying something new that brings a little spark of interest, that's being authentic. So what an authentic person is who strives for the, the authenticity it's not, that in this is the one case that as you as you look for your authenticity um, you are authentic mm-hmm. so um, it's not you're definitely not going to find authenticity on Instagram and the scroll and that's you know that's it, there's such a power out you know it everything in the world everything in the cosmos it's it's dual, you know, it, it can be sacred or it can be secular, sacred mm-hmm. or profane. And um, that, that's why we need to create boundaries um, to, to protect the things that we love. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing that's different from, you know, 25 years ago is the unexpected happens with increasing regularity now, mm-hmm. um, whether it's weather um, or gun violence or terrorists. I mean, it is happening all of the time. Um, we need to find a way to prepare ourselves for the unexpected. And I was very, very influenced and moved by the British film, Mrs. Miniver, um, that came out in 1940, about a British um, middle-class family uh, during the Blitz, trying to preserve what was precious um, and yet cope with nightly bombings. And it's such a beautiful f- film. And the the one thread in it for me is uh, Mrs. Miniver's Repose of the Soul. It doesn't matter if she's in, a, a, you know, the homemade b- bomb shelter or I mean, driving, driving back home after pla- planes or dropping bombs on them after the church festival. I mean, it does, she retains this beautiful repose of the soul. And I think 
if we can learn how <clears throat> to prepare ourselves um, in the idea that we could respond to an emergency. If you have to leave your house um, suddenly, isn't it, isn't it so much better to have a bag that's already packed um, in the closet as you exit? Mm-hmm. Um, these are just simple suggestions I'm making. And there's, you know, there is nothing about simple abundance that is an imperative um, other than I would say being thankful and trying to learn gratitude's great mysteries. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned it. I wanted to talk about it as well. The, um, the companion book, is the Journal of Gratitude, that, uh, that also is, is out in, in, in reissue as well. Um, talk to us a little bit about, about that. It, it is, I guess it's, it's kind of part, part journal, part um, internal ref- reflection. How do, you, how do you vision, or how is the, is the journal best utilized with the well, well, um, as I said in the beginning, you know, I I wrote these things down, and I was so excited, and I was afraid I was going to forget them. Well, that was, became the original gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. It, it just you know dates, and I would put my what I did. Um, I know that a lot of people journal, um, write their thoughts, and everything else because I'm a writer. Great hours of the day, I I don't keep a diary, but um, I wanted to in this. In this 25th anniversary uh, edition of the Gratitude Journal, um, I have, you know, over I have 150 overlooked blessings, mm-hmm. which are great fun um, when you when you think about, you know, finding a fortune cookie with the right fortune, you know, <laughs> you can make your day, you know, sure. make your evening. Yeah. Um, so because they're really small things, and but I really wanted Jeff to talk about the miracles that gratitude can perform or gratitude, no, gratitude, it's not a performance, um, that gratitude can uh, open the door mm-hmm. for us um, or the dark times. I wish that my most, all I wish that all of my, my real lessons about gratitude had been joyful ones, but they, they came through heartbreak. And, I learned that on the times that we, you know, cry ourselves to sleep or uh, throw, you know, a book uh, across the floor, um, those really, you know, dark times, gratitude's waiting there patiently to to say, you're going to get through this. It's going to be all right. And I knew that, that I hadn't really talked about the power of gratitude, the mysticism of gratitude in the first one. It was I just wanted to get people to write down what they were grateful for. But this 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 one I, I wanted to, to be authentic and say, This is also what I've learned about gratitude in the last twenty five years. Mm-hmm. So um and but what what happens with the gratitude journal is um you're writing down you're writing down what made you happy or what gave mm-hmm. you contentment or what you, you know um, and it, it becomes like a list of the things you love to do. And so, you know, at the end of the year, even picking up, you know, I'm picking up old, uh, gratitude journals and just flipping them over to see. And, and you know, uh, they're, they're pleasures that, that I enjoyed. And, oh, I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's, uh, 
and it's a storehouse of of um, prayers and pleasures. There's there's a combination yeah. for you. In the reprint of the of the Journal of Gratitude, it, you you thank Oprah in in the, mm. in the opening. Your words and and, and and thoughts have been have touched the lives and inspired many people. Now, did, did you ever imagine that it would be what it has become when you started no, that? No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. And and the other reason was, um, for two years, I was rejected by every publisher in America. Um, I had thirty rejections of Simple Abundance. A lifestyle book on based on gratitude? Are you kidding? I mean, uh, at some some publishers turned me down twice. So uh, <laughs> because halfway through the process, I changed the title, and I and it was called you know real life loving how you live, living how you love, and uh, finally the publisher uh, Warner Books uh, that did, Liv Bloomer who was interested um, in. Simple Abundance and wanted it called Simple Abundance. Wanted it to be a daily inspirational book, mm-hmm. and I had I had uh, envisioned it all this time as you know a, a beautiful lifestyle book, which in the '90s were very very popular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah. Remember all of them, um, and that's what I w- wanted to do. And she wanted an inspiration meditation book, and when. Um, Chris Tomasino, my uh, agent, suggested it, um, you know, that I do that. I, this is ridiculous. I can't give other people, you know, <laughs> inspiration. What are you talking about? I'm the, I was the one looking for it. Um, but then uh, she asked me to sleep on it, and I, um, uh, next the next day I took the material and, and broke it down into the, the small. And I was really, I was struck by the power of the small. And the power of anybody could read, you know, one essay a day. And it's even half of an essay. We think of an essay maybe as being 25 pages. You know, it, it could be 10 minutes. And uh, I, was, I was really struck by that. So I, I said, okay, you know. But it would take me another two years mm-hmm. to, uh, to do that. So it was a five-year project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I had no way uh, of knowing happened um and uh was you know very very surprised and and overjoyed and and a little like that that deer in the in the headlights <laughs> that we talked about mm-hmm. at the beginning for those that have uh listeners that are maybe experiencing simple abundance for the for, for the first time and maybe even th- those that have uh, picked it up again and, and experiencing it again now now later in life what do you hope that they take away. I hope they find refuge on the page. Um, I, I, you know, what, one of the concerns for me, uh, one of the concerns—it's not just for me. I, I mean, it's for other people—is, is that you know, our attention span is uh, becoming shorter, and we're we're losing um, the word. You know, mm-hmm. we're losing the ability to read, uh, in that we don't have time for it. Now you see articles on the internet, and they'll say seven minutes to read, <laughs> ten minutes to read. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how do you even begin when when you see that? I hope that that uh, uh, readers will take away a sense of comfort. The the most important thing is 
I found comfort uh, through gratitude and uh, boundary setting. I refound passions. Um, and, you know, what's funny, I think of this, this, I call it simple abundance. It's for the 21st century, and it's not your mother's simple abundance. <laughs> and um, for me, it's given me uh, a new sort of desire to uh, try, try the things that I've put on hold for so long, and I didn't expect that. Simple abundance is really about the, the unexpected that can be wonderful uh, about rediscovering yourself and uh, getting, getting yourself on the path to awesome authenticity. That's writer and columnist Sarah Bonbranek. The 25th anniversary edition of Simple Abundance is available at your favorite bookstore. With this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams.